What's up, podcast family? This is your host, Madeline, and I am here to bring you an episode all about manifestation and what it takes to actually create the life that you want, whether it be with your business, your job, your relationship. If you're wanting to manifest something, it doesn't just come with writing down what you want on a piece of paper. It requires deep work and deep transformation and owning up to what you want which you will find out all about from our guest today, Stephanie Billinger. Stephanie is a mindset expert and success coach, specializing in helping women shift into the version of themselves who already has it all. The success, the income, the confidence, the thriving business of their dreams. She's passionate about showing other healers, lightworkers, and service-based entrepreneurs how to become their best selves through her online courses and coaching programs. I will get into at the beginning of that podcast all about how I discovered Stephanie and some of the amazing resources that she has that have touched me and have been really helpful in my own journey. But before we go into that, I, at the time of recording this podcast, have three spots open for the May 17th to 19th Feminine Surrender Retreat. That's right. We have three spots open. So let me tell you a little bit about the Feminine Surrender. I created the Feminine Surrender um, a couple years ago now because I had this really strong vision of bringing in a room full of semi-black and white mindset type of women who are in slightly perfectionistic ways, maybe a little masculine-minded, maybe might put first priorities and responsibilities and taking care of everybody else and goals and wanting to do everything by the book, do everything right, bring them into a safe environment with uh, nine other soul sisters and me, an amazing chef and an acro yoga teacher and a cacao ceremony facilitator and a gong sound healer and a mala making healer and nourish you with love and comfort and give yourself a space to just simply be to release your fears in a room full of like-minded women to make best friends that will be by your side for a lifetime I just got off the phone with someone who came to my last retreat and she said that two of the other women in her text every single day. They talk about when they're going to the dentist. They talk about what they're having for dinner. They talk about what they're going through, their their recent breakup post-retreat because they realized after the retreat, that's what they wanted. They're sharing, they're growing together. And if you want to hear more about that, go listen to the podcast they did titled Rachel and Rachel, which is all about the two women who became best friends and soulmates after being strangers coming to one of my first retreats. So we use all these different modalities at the retreat to get into our bodies and get out of our heads, to go into the body, get out of the head, go into a space where we can feel pleasure in our body again, reclaim that spark that's within. And we do this by working on our feminine and our masculine, by eating amazing food, by being surrounded by the mountains, by making mala necklaces, spiritual beads, by drinking cacao and lying on our backs in a circle listening to gong healing, to bonding, 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 sharing, loving. All of that happens at the feminine surrender. So If you feel that you've been listening to this over and over and this might be the time for you to apply, do so. 
let's slow down, apply, let me see what you're going through in your life, and I will reach back out to you with a few questions. So we just slow down to see if this retreat is a good fit for you. And you can do that by going to maddiemoon.com slash events. You will see the application there as well as some testimonials. And I so look forward to receiving that. Remember, I got three spots left open. So reach out, apply. Let's see what magic is possible. Okay, that is all I want to share today. Let's go head on over to this podcast with the beautiful Stephanie and learn all about manifestation. Welcome back to the Mind Body Musings podcast. I am here with Stephanie, where we are going to be diving deep into manifestation, something that I feel I could really use some rejuvenation on. I have been so off my manifestation game for a while, and uh, it just feels like everywhere I've been looking, whether it may be at Stephanie's work or listening to podcast, this like word manifestation just keeps coming up in my life. So the timing of recording this podcast podcast with the manifestation queen here is rather lovely. Welcome to the Mind Body Musings podcast, Stephanie. I am so excited to be here, Maddie. Thank you so much for having me. So I've got to tell you, you have a Facebook group. It's called um, Spiritual Boss Babes, correct? Yep. Yes. And that is one of my all-time favorite groups of all time. Of all time, Aww, of all time. thank yeah. you. It's so it's, <laughs> it's so wonderful. Awesome. You've created um, first off a massive community there. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's my go-to spot if I ever have any questions about like um, admin stuff or software people use or just wanting to talk about relationships. I lo- I love it, and so I just want to thank you for that group you have curated and put together. Oh, thank you for being in there. It's It's been pretty awesome. And there's so many amazing women in there. It's mm. pretty freaking epic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my first question for you, for all my guests, I always kick it off by asking, what are you currently musing about in life? What am I currently musing about in life? Mm-hmm. And this can be anything. It doesn't have to be uh, manifestation focused, but just anything in life that you're currently like really excited about. Mm. Well, right now I'm really excited about <laughs> a lot of things, actually. Um, oh, that's a tough question. Mm-hmm. I'm really freaking excited about this epic trip I have coming up in a couple weeks to Guatemala. <laughs> mm. I'm really loving all of the amazing souls that I've manifested into my life. If If you had to ask me what's my favorite thing I manifested in the last year, it's the friendships and the love that I attracted into my life in the last year. So Mm. that's what's really lighting me up. Mm. When it comes to the friendships that you've created, have you found something that really works for you? I don't want to use the word strategy to like get people's (laughs) phone numbers and hang out, but what is, what has been maybe one of the, the, ways that you've been consistent in creating the kind of community that you want? 
It's funny because I've always like considered myself an introvert. I I feel like, you know, as like simple as this sounds, it was really just setting an intention of like the kind of people that I wanted to be around, right? People that are conscious, that are heart, like heart centered, that are, you know, non-judgmental, that are freaking also go-getters driven, like, you know, doing something amazing in the world. And setting that intention just called these people into my life and they're my family, you know, whether it's my friends or, you know, the person I'm romantically seeing, it's been just magical. Mm. And I'm learning so much from every, every, like I have a small circle, you know, small inner circle, but I learn so much from each person. Mm -hmm. You know, because everyone's a mirror, really. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I I was talking about this on a a podcast interview recently, but it seems like, and I'm curious if you agree, that the more work you do in this world, the more work you do on yourself, the more you oh, go yeah. into your shadow, the more you mm-hmm. you realize um, what you need in your life and become decisive around who you spend your time with, the more isolating it can feel because you can no longer go do what everyone else seems to be doing around you. I, I lived in Austin, which you're, you're at, and mm-hmm. uh, I... I mean, you can't just go, I'm guessing, I'm assuming, can't spend most of your nights down on 6th Street um, mm-hmm. like everybody else seems to be doing. At least I was there during college, so of course that's my memory mm. of it. But um, yeah, there's a certain responsibility that comes with being someone who's really doing the work in this world and is comfortable with being uncomfortable. And so at times I feel it can feel a little isolating and finding that right community because you're specific around who you want to spend your time with. Yeah. There's actually a huge community for spiritual people in Austin. Like there's, it's huge. Like (laughs) actually I think it's this out of all the places I've lived, this is the easiest place it's been to uh, connect with community Mm. and meet people. There's so many like events going on and like, yeah, it's been it's been pretty cool, you know, and once in a while, yeah, we still go out, you know, have fun. It's not like we don't go out, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just a different kind of partying, quote unquote, uh, exactly. you know? Exactly. Yeah. And there's like a harmony in it. There's a balance in it. Yeah. Okay. So I'd love to get into talking about how you and your own personal journey um, fell into doing the work that you do with manifestation and where that love for teaching this practice and creating all these communities online uh, began with? Well, I can take you way back. <laughs> um, you know, my there's been always been a theme with what I teach, I guess you can say, over the last few years, and it kind of evolved and shifted and kind of returned back to the original. But I was in an abusive relationship when I was like 14 to 20. And during that time, I felt powerless and felt like a prisoner and gave my power away to someone else and was basically in a living hell, um, feeling stuck and also scared for my life at the same time. And I realized that like, I didn't really, I felt like I didn't have my mind or anything. So I started like getting into spirituality back then and meditating and like talking to angels and 
working out and doing all this stuff, I started eventually doing all this stuff for my body and my mind so that I could build the mental strength to leave that relationship and to um, like disentangle myself from all of the false beliefs that were being, you know, lodged into me. And uh, so during that time, I lost 60 pounds in six months. And I, my intuition was like really beginning to enhance a lot. And I started to, instead of hear, like he would always say mean things to me like every single day. Um, and towards the end, instead of like, you know, getting defensive or whatever, or not doing anything, I started in my mind to talk back. Like this new voice started getting louder and louder in my mind saying like, no, you are freaking good enough. Like, what are you doing here? It's time to leave. And, um, I finally gained the strength to leave. And once I did my life, like changed so much. I, all of this motivation, like to live a epic life doing whatever I want stems from then. Like I declared basically that, you know, I'm going to make the rest of my life the best of my life. If I could lose 60 pounds in this short amount of time, if I can, you know, have the strength to leave this, this relationship, it's very hard for a lot of women to leave something like that because of the manipulation tactics and all this other stuff. But if I could do this, then I could do anything. And like, I just became obsessed with the fact that we can create our own reality. And I know that's like a weird example of like manifesting, but that's like what lit a fire under my ass, like losing the weight, changing my life and realizing that I just literally stepped into a new reality. It was not the same reality anymore. It was like I jumped into a different reality. And it was then that I realized that I could do really anything and so I started following my dreams, moved to New York City, and uh, went on a whole other journey. But that's where it all really started and stemmed from. And through the journey that I've been on, of course, I learned a lot of things, and I had my ups and downs, and I, you know, I had a lot of little entrepreneurial ventures, and returned back to personal development, law of attraction type teachings when I was doing fitness. I was always talking about mindset and all of this stuff, and just really wanting to understand like more how it works, you know, why is it so hard for some people and why is it so easy for some people? What is like the common factor? What is, what is going on here in this physical world that we live in and how do we work this, uh, energetic system? What I find so inspiring going back to your story is that you were able to do all of that growth while you were still in that toxic situation, which is so incredibly like, I mean, it's so, it's so challenging. It's so difficult. And I think for a lot of people, it feels near impossible. There's a, there's a a phrase I heard recently. That's you can't dry off while you're still in the shower. And it makes sense to me. Like you can't get yourself clean from something while you're still in it. And that might be the case for a lot of people, but you did it. And I just want to acknowledge you for that. And it must have come with a lot of challenge, but that shows your resilience and and dedication to your life. Thank you. It was really challenging. Thank you, like, you know, for (laughs) pointing that out because it freaking was, like, really challenging. Like, having someone, like, it was – 
you know, emotionally, physically, sexually abusive. And then still like starting that journey, it was like I was in my own world. I felt like I had no one except for obviously myself. And that's why I got so into uh, the spiritual realm. You know, I felt like the angels were always on my side, like telling me what to do and like giving me hope and, you know, the signs and the nudges and the, you know, the people in the workout videos that I would do every morning, I would wake up at 4.30. Like there's this one woman, Shalene Johnson, I love her. Mm -hmm. She was like giving me life at like the darkest time in my life, you know, like I like would watch her in the morning and work out. And I just remember saying like, I want to be like that for, I feel like I'm going to get emotional. (laughs) I would say like, I want to be like that for someone else someday, you know, like, give them hope, like inspire them because she was giving me life. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's so tender and that's so beautiful. And I, yeah, I, like I, I don't even think I would be here if I didn't like leave or, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And it goes to show like for anyone who is out there really in the midst of something like this, um, this what's the other phrase the mess becomes your message like this yeah is, it's very obvious that a lot of what you went through is now being channeled into empathizing with others and being a source of inspiration for others like you're creating you make jewelry so you're creating art and mm-hmm. um, you're connecting with your angels and you connected with your angels even whenever you were feeling so disconnected from like love from your partner mm-hmm. um, how did that how did that work? Because I've, I've never really felt like angels surrounded me. And I've always, I've heard of people talking about this and I'm just so curious, like how did they communicate with you, especially during that time? And then how Hmm. do you feel they surround and communicate you now? Uh, Yeah. So I, it's interesting because I always felt like something was with me, you know, God, angels, whatever, you know, for a really long time. But I also thought that I was crazy, (laughs) you know, like I didn't fully believe it. I don't know. So I started doing automatic writing and I would just kind of channel through writing and see what came through. And it was usually obviously like a really empowering, positive message. And then I, um, I started meditating and in one of my meditations, I, you remember John Edwards, the crossing over dude? I don't think so. Uh, he, he's like a famous medium, but anyway, he has, he had, um, this was like, uh, like almost 15 years ago. He had like these CDs where you can meet your spirit guides. And I was just so fascinated with all of this stuff because like I said, like it was giving me hope and like, making me feel like I was, you know, I I wasn't all alone, you know? Um, so anyway, I went, I started doing meditations. I did one of his meditations to meet your spirit guides. And I met like this angel and I thought I was going crazy at the time because I didn't know if it was really my imagination or what, but this angelic being came in my meditation and her name was Celeste and I didn't know what the hell Celeste meant back then. I was like 15, 16 years old. And so of course, like I looked up what it meant and it means from the heavens. So afterwards, and I was like, Oh my God, like this is really real. And then I 
started just practicing meditating every morning so that I could strengthen the communication line because clearly it was, you know, I really thought that I would, you know, be able to get better messages. So I'm going to answer your question in a second. But I started seeing signs all over the place back then because I I wasn't sure still. Like even though I was like, oh, yeah, this is like definitely real. Like I feel it. But I don't know. Am I just making it up? So I kept asking for signs in waking life. And that's when I started seeing 1111 everywhere, everywhere. I had no idea what 1111 meant. I saw it like every time, every day on the clock. I saw it on the seconds on the phone. I saw it on license plates, on the number of like the houses, like everywhere. It was so ridiculous that I was finally like, oh my God, this is ridiculous. Like what is going on here? Then I Googled it or whatever. And I found out that it was like this big phenomenon. There wasn't as much on it as there is today because it's, you know, a while ago. But there were still some some sites. And I was like, oh, my God, like this is the the sign that your angels are communicating with you or whatever. And I was like, okay, like this is definitely real then. (laughs) And then I just realized that the way um, the communication happened for me was more like like a gut feeling or nudges or an idea to go somewhere, an idea to do something, right? And it was just like it would it feel it felt to me like it was my own in a sense, but it was like a kind of an intuitive thing. And in meditations, I would get often get little answers and like actually see things. Um, so it was kind of different for me. But as I after I left the relationship, I actually stopped meditating for a while because I was kind of going through my wild and free phase of like, I'm just going to go drink and party and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so when I returned back to the spiritual work, um, I, I mean, I, I was, it was always part of me. It's not like I never, you know, did cards or did my little whatever, but it wasn't like as intense. But as I, you know, went on my journey, I was led to p- plant medicine and like ayahuasca mushrooms and plant medicine once I started doing that and got into that work holy shit then I was like oh my god everything from back then makes sense now because it was leading me to this and I felt like this uh I felt almost like (laughs) you know like how the past present and future are like all happening simultaneously Mm mm-hmm I felt like I went back to the that version of myself now from the plant medicine in a journey and several journeys and would tell her I love her and tell her how amazing mm-hmm. she is and tell her this. And so I had this moment one time where I was like, holy shit, like did was it me <laughs> the whole time? Like, oh, that's a whole nother topic. But it was both like the whole um, angel spirit guide thing is really powerful and they communicate through thoughts, through feelings, through signs, through synchronicities, through songs, so many different ways. Mm. It was a long answer to your question. Oh, but. it was so beautiful. <laughs> I mean, it gave me a lot of insight into you and um, the way that you're communicating with, I mean, with angels and, and with yourself. And I love knowing that plant medicine has been a modality that's really served you and helped you. Mm-hmm. How many, also um, my art. 
And whenever I do my jewelry, I'm like channeling it, I feel. Your your jewelry is like, I mean, the first thing that comes up for me is fairies. It's just so (laughs) like fairy land, beautiful, mystical. Um, Don't want to stop looking at it. I love your jewelry. I want a piece. I need to get, I need to get something just because. Do you do custom? Like, do you just read someone's energy and then make something you feel like matches what they need? I have done custom. I kind of stopped doing it. I mean, I'll do a custom for you, <laughs> but I don't do as many custom really because like I was getting a lot of custom orders and at the jewelry is like, I like to do it when I like to do it. Mm-hmm. It's not something I do all the time. It's my art. <laughs> it's like my, my meditation. So like I stopped really uh, doing as much custom because my main thing is, you know, my coaching, my programs and the jewelry is like just an extension of my soul that I love to share. And I feel like whenever I create them, they're meant for someone and they'll find it. They'll know. Oh yeah. So going into manifestation now, um, there's something that you had once said, I think it was in like one of our email chains, but we, we were going to get into what is something that no one tells you about manifestation that people need to understand and need to know. Um, and then like, I want to get into that, but I also, before that maybe like, can you just give us a clear definition? I'm sure most people listening to this already know, but Mm -hmm. what is manifestation? What's the art of manifestation? Manifestation is attracting what you want into your physical reality through your thoughts and your energy, your vibration, mainly your vibration. Most people think it's only your thoughts, even though thoughts have a vibration, but it's mostly how you feel and aligning your energy with what you want to call into your life, whether it's love, whether it's more money, whether it's more freedom, whatever it is. So it's the power of being able to do that. And we all have the power to do that. Just a lot of people struggle with it for several reasons. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And those reasons, let's get into those. <laughs> those reasons, well, this is why the healing work is so important, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, and a lot of people, they teach manifestation where you always have to be positive and, like, you can't oh, have my God. negative thoughts. Yeah. But really, like, you know, manifestation, or I don't even, like, no, I don't even use that word all the time. I'm, like, I call it, like, activation, like, you know, getting into this vortex, like Abraham Hicks says. But, um most people struggle because they think too much. <laughs> they think too much and their thoughts are not aligned with what they want, their beliefs, right? Subconscious repro- subconscious programming from an early age. We have, like you can say you want something, but if you subconsciously don't believe you can have it or rather if you subconsciously are not that in your identity because you, you, you know, we... You can't have what you are not. So anyway, most people struggle with it because of their beliefs, because of their subconscious programming, and because they're not fully present. They're either in the future or they're in the past, and they're they're operating from the opposite end of the spectrum for how this works. So most people think when I have the thing – then I can be happy and, or then I can do more than I can be happy. So when I have the money, then I can go on vacation more and then I can feel free. Mm -hmm. But that 
like that's never going to work or you might get some results. You might see some things happen, of course, you know, but it's going to just continue the same cycle of like keeping you stuck because the way the, where the real magic happens. And this is what so many people struggle with because it's like, you know, kind of it's, it, it can be challenging to, um, it doesn't need to be challenging. It could be really easy. So <laughs> what, you want to do is work from being happy, abundant, excited, grateful right now because when you're being the you who already has the the whatever, then you start to do take you start to take action from a place of alignment and then you get into flow, right? And then you ha- you you know manifest what you want into your reality. So it's like you have to work from being it being the energy of it, being the you who's already, like if you think of the you who's already, who already has everything you want, like how does she act? How does she show up? Or he, (laughs) what, you know, what are her habits? Like what kind of self-care routine does she have? Like what does her bedroom look like? You know, probably not freaking messy. (laughs) And the more you step into the being of it, the, the better your actions are, you'll get more inspired downloads more inspired ideas, you'll start to show up differently for yourself. And then you'll start to see things happen way faster, quantum manifestation, where things just happen like out of nowhere. And there's no logical reason for it, you know, sometimes. And (laughs) and that's really how it can be. And the challenge for us humans is not letting our external environment affect us. So we're in charge of our inner peace, right? So just like I said, the whole you had to feel it first. But if something's going on in your external reality, it doesn't mean like ignore it or like be unfazed or like a zombie or anything. But it's like if it doesn't match what you want, like don't let it take your inner peace. That's why gratitude is so powerful. Mm -hmm. And like having a practice to like center yourself Right. So that like you can you can, you know, acknowledge your reality or whatever's going on and not not ignore it. But you don't need to be emotionally attached to it or make it mean something about you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is where the magic is, because the magic is right here in the present moment. This is where we're creating because what we want, we're calling into our lives is going to happen in a new present moment anyway. This is such a good reminder I mean for everyone I feel it deeply right now um yeah I I remember uh, probably four years ago I went to a retreat and the the motto that was said over and over is you don't get what you want you get what you are Mm -hmm. and there was one guy there that was that came he really wanted a relationship and he was talking about like I just want someone to inspire me and to lift me up who's healthy and um, recharged every morning and just like on point with routine. And then we asked him or like the teacher asked him later, um, how, how are your days going? He's like, Oh, well, I, I'm, I'm just trying to write my book. So I haven't really been feeding myself. Well, I eat a lot of fast food. I I stay up way too late (laughs) and Mm. like everything that was the opposite of what he so deeply wanted. And when you when you speak it out loud, you can realize that's why it's great to have someone like a, a coach or a guide mm. to like help you realize these things. Because when you're so in it, you you're so focused on what it is 
that you want and not what you are doing in your day-to-day life. And mm-hmm. hearing you talk, this is such a beautiful reminder for me because recently, like I was telling you before we hopped on, my life has been um, all up in the air, totally groundless as I've been trying to find a home and like move from LA to Denver to New York to find a place and my Airbnb's mm-hmm. falling through and all this stuff. And I kept thinking, I would say for the past, since January, yeah, it's March wow. now. So since January, all of that, the craziness has happened. Um, and I consistently have been saying in my mind, well, when I get my home, I'll have my yoga practice again. Cause I'll have my perfect area on my mat. Well, when mm. I get a home, when I get a lease and, and I settle down, then things will just be like a clean slate and I can move forward with my practices and, and everything will be fine. And like, I won't need to be filling all these cracks in my, my, my life wall, so to say, like with pain, mm-hmm. like, pr- like putting everything back together. And I keep doing that. And that here I am in my home and there are still things that are happening, like really frustrating shit show things that mm. my ego is saying, this should not be happening. I should be on track now. I should be fine now. Like, but mm-hmm. when this happens, then I'll be okay. And this and in the back of my mind, I've, I've known this and I just keep pushing this thought away, but I keep realizing like now is, now is when the real practice is put into action. Mm-hmm. Now is where we begin to, like you said, claim and cultivate your own inner peace, regardless of whether or not I have a home that has a working shower or my clients are showing up or whatever it may be. Like I can still be in control and responsible for Mm -hmm. the gratitude practice and having my own peace without letting myself abandon my peace because things aren't perfect Mm, yeah it's powerful isn't it it's really powerful and it's something you have to often like train yourself to come back to because yeah yeah it's it's definitely um it's definitely a practice. So with your gratitude practice, how do you formulate this? What does yours look like? I like to, when I wake up in the morning, um, just stay in bed with my eyes closed and think about what I'm really grateful for before I get out of bed. It's really just that simple. Oh, great. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but sometimes like I'll, I journal and, um, I will write out like what I'm grateful for and like really take time to feel it and think about it. But I like to do it when I first wake up. Also, like, like I said, like, as your, you know, brain waves are slower when you first wake up and I just want to bring the focus there immediately and feel into it and then do my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So there's, there's a difference between there's two different types of gratitude practices that I'm familiar with. One of them is I'm so, I'm so grateful that I already have X, Y, Z and it's the stuff you don't have. And so you're practicing being grateful for what you don't yet have, but what you want as if you have it. Right. Mm -hmm. And then there's like gratitude practice for what you do have right now. And like, I'm just so grateful that my dog's healthy and I have this and I have that. Mm-hmm. And those are things you do have. So do you do a combination of both or do you do one or the other? Or depends? I do a combination of both usually. Yeah. And I like to do the whole, I'm so happy and grateful now that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I do both. I, I would say like in the morning is like the first, it's, it's like, you know, what I'm so grateful for right now. 
to bring me present and get me into that energy. And I, at some point during my morning routine, I will do a visualization where I really connect to what I'm creating, what I'm calling in. And I connect to the me with all of my senses in that. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. So something else that I was, I was wanting to get into a little bit is I remember a while ago you posted in your group about wanting to call in a partner. Yeah. You, said, you wrote something like, okay, ladies, I'm ready to call in a partner. What are your manifesting tips? And like, he okay. came the next day, not joking. No. <laughs> I swear you, to God. What? Yeah. What? Okay. It, yeah. Tell, tell me more. It's so funny that you oh bring God. that up. Because every time I tell people the story of like how we met, I always start with, so I posted in my group and I asked all my people, what are your best tips? <laughs> yeah. So I posted that. Well, I know you didn't even get to finish your question. I just totally. No, <laughs> like, I want to hear hey. whatever's coming up. That's, my question is like, whatever you're about to say, I'm going to answer it. Um, so I posted that in my group because like I, you know, I was like single for a while. I moved across the country a couple times because I moved for someone that broke up, blah, blah, blah. So I was at this place in my life where I'm like, okay, like I'm like ready to freaking, you know, meet like my partner, like my person, you know? And like, I've done all the work. I'm like doing all the things. So it didn't come from a place of like being impatient. It was just like, okay, I'm ready. So I posted in the group and I just asked that question. And I think just like, even just like saying it, like, and just declaring it at that point, because I've done the work and the intentions, it just showed up like so fast. Uh, So he messaged me the next day. It was someone that I had known, but we never really talked. Like we kind of just liked each other's stuff online a few times and know a lot of mutual people. And then um, he messaged me and then, you know, I didn't know anything at first, obviously. It was just like connecting, you know. And then like the next day after after he initially messaged me, we were on the phone for like five freaking hours. Like I've never been on the phone that long with anyone. And like the the whole – because he lives in New York and – it's just all of this is so funny because I was like, I don't know. I'm just, but anyway, so we were on the phone for like hours, like almost freaking 40 hours over like a week's time that first week. And I was just like, by the first phone call or the second, I was like, oh my God, like I just had this inner knowing like that this person is like really like soulmate twin flame status. And Mm -hmm. just because of the connection and, the lessons and all these things and insights and everything. So anyway, um, a lot of other really weird synchronistic things have happened. Um, but it's been amazing. And I just, it's like I said in the beginning of this call, it's like the, my favorite thing I manifested (laughs) in the last year because of all the growth that came with it, you know, like of, being with someone who's like we're both like not challenging each other to grow but yeah you know like in in our own way and it's like just the most beautiful exhilarating expansive experience I've ever freaking had in my entire life what are some of y'all's similarities and some of y'all's differences 
Um, I would say, well, similarities, we're both really freaking driven and, and, uh, are really passionate about our purpose, you know, and that was actually like what I wanted. Someone who was like shared a similar purpose as me and we can support each other in that. So both really driven, really, really into manifestation, obviously. Okay. Uh, okay. He manifested me too. It wasn't just me manifesting him. Oh, I love that. I I didn't tell you that part, but yeah. (laughs) So, um, both really on purpose have a really big mission in the world and, uh, both into fitness. Um, and the differences, I would say, um, I mean, there's definitely differences. I would say, well, he is, I don't know, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like he's more brave than me in a lot of ways, like when it comes to really getting out of his comfort zone, like, in a big like like public speaking wise well he's a speaker but like uh, <laughs> doing stand-up comedy sometimes I'm like mm. okay like so it inspires me because I'm like oh fuck man like I could do that stuff too but like that's like really really out of your comfort zone so like definitely brave um I would say that I am um <laughs> it's more like the masculine feminine I'm like way more uh I guess in touch, not in touch. I don't know if that's the right word, but like sensitive, like, you know, um, I don't know. There's some differences, of course. I'm just trying to think like of specifics here. No, I think that's, I mean, I think that's really interesting and and it's not like it's better or worse if you could list all of your differences but I also think there's something that's really charming about you not really knowing and it's like you just like y'all just seem to fit very well and there's no point in really analyzing things like that and and so I I love that and I think it's really beautiful he inspires you both we we both do yeah well so that's I think where the differences come from it's like he inspires me and helps me even more with my purpose and like really uh just um getting out of my comfort zone and going bigger with with what I'm doing mm-hmm. and you know in my business mm-hmm. and and you know a lot of that stuff and I feel like I help him a lot when it comes to um opening his heart more and like you know healing yeah um and stuff like that so that's really what's going on it's been amazing and are y'all still long distance or are y'all together now um we, we see each other every month Okay, great. So one of you flies to the other one? Yeah, and we're going to this amazing trip in Guatemala soon. I'm super excited. Oh, congrats. <laughs> Is that y'all's first trip together, going somewhere? Yeah, it's going to be this amazing like fun. retreat. I'm super excited. How fun. Beautiful. Okay, well, um, <laughs> I just want to ask you some fun questions now. And before we go into that, is there anything else that you would like to share with my audience about um manifestation and making 2019 a really uh, abundant year yeah just always remember be do have work from that you know how can I be it because when you all you need to do is be and feel the feelings because once you're in that energy which you can get there really quickly there's a lot of different ways to do that mostly centering yourself but when you're being then you take aligned action and you manifest what you want a lot faster and easier. It's like a quantum leap. So 
put yourself first, choose you every day and make it freaking epic. Mm-hmm. And where can people connect with you and find your programs and courses and ways to work with yeah. you? Yeah. Uh, at spiritualbossbabe.com. There's all my freebie center, my courses, all that stuff. And of course my Facebook group, spiritual boss babes is where the party's at beautiful and i will have the links to all of that in the show notes for this all right so this is what i like to call the divine deep dive round um Mm -hmm. and feel free to answer with whatever comes up for you first okay what is one key investment you have made something under ten thousand dollars something that has really impacted your life over the last i would say like three years a coach. Oh yeah. <laughs> my, my first coach. I spent way more than that. <laughs> what is one must read book that you would recommend for everyone? Mm. Uh, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. There's so many that I love, but uh, that came first. <laughs> Who would you say is your most impactful teacher or mentor? Mm. That's a tough one. Um, right now I'm loving Jim Fortin. <laughs> okay. But Shalene Johnson was like my mm. first teacher, um, mentor person that really sparked my journey. What do you want to be praised for in this life more than anything? Mm. that's a really deep question Mm -hmm. what do I want to be praised for in this lifetime just being a light in the lives of others and really helping them see their magic If you could be any person for a full day, who would you be and what's the first thing you would do? Hmm. I would probably be Lady Gaga. (laughs) Do not blame you. That would be amazing. (laughs) Because she's freaking awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, And... I I don't know. She just does epic shit. So I'm sure anything I did would be awesome as Lady Gaga. (laughs) Just walking down the street. (laughs) If you were an inanimate object, what would you be? A crystal. Ah, yeah. Makes sense. Uh, What what inspires... I'm just like randomly throwing this question in. What inspires your fashion sense? Because you have a very like purple, pink, bright, unicorn-y fairy feel. And I'm curious what inspires that, like why those colors, why that style, why that energy? I feel like, well, I've always been into like purple and pinks have always been like my favorite color. Um, And I like to be different in a sense. So that's like my creative artistic side just kind of comes out in the colorfulness, Mm -hmm. I guess you can say. Um, so it's just something I've always been drawn to. I guess maybe it's like the energy of what it reminds me of, like the mystical (laughs) fairy feel. Okay. And last question, what is one word 
you absolutely love to use? One word I love to use, I guess, magic. Magic, yeah. (laughs) I feel like I say it all the time. Beautiful. Well, Stephanie, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast today. You have so much beautiful insight around manifestation. And I know this is going to be a podcast that is recommended many times over as people learn how to do some of that deeper healing so that they can become what it is that they want to have in their life. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. This was awesome. Everyone, this is episode 247, so make sure you go head on over there on the show notes to get all the links to sign up for her courses, follow her on Instagram, and all of that good stuff. All right, we will see you next Wednesday for another interview, and have a great rest of your week. 